Good morning. Welcome to the We Are Driven podcast. My name is Arun Kumar, and I am the driver, and I'm joined today again by my co-host, Dan LaRue. How are you, Dan? Doing all right. Good morning, Arun and listeners. We're going to start off this podcast with a bit of housekeeping. We're sponsored. It's amazing. We're actually sponsored. Whoa. We have a sponsor already? Yeah, it's it's um it's we are driven. Oh, of this podcast. So, if you're interested in our apparel or our motivational content or to visit one of the up and coming compounds, you can go to wearedriven.co. You can find us on uh, the internet by that URL. You can find us on Instagram by that handle. And you can find us on YouTube, searching the same way. Separately, if you like this show, leave a review. You've, you've watched this far. We're on episode nine. I forgot to mention that. This is the, the We Are Driven podcast. Nope, it's episode eight. We are driven podcast. I was say, I think eight. I think it's eight. I was I was like counting them. Like I don't think it's <laughs> it's nine. We're close. <laughs> yeah. So, so like I said, you're you're eight episodes in. If you like it, leave a review. Each each new episode that we release uh, can be reviewed separately, or you can review the show as a whole. So take your pick. You can you can provide hilarious commentary for us to review and respond to and maybe read on the podcast at some point. But in the meantime, leave a review and tell a friend if if you think you're getting some value out of this. Now, I want to start this podcast by telling you a quick story. Yesterday was my wife's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Evelyn. Yeah, happy birthday, Evelyn. And it's a Thursday. It was a Thursday. I had a couple of phone calls in the morning that I didn't really need to be anywhere specific in order to take them. I am between 75 hard and and getting back onto the full live hard one year program. I start phase three tomorrow, but I'm in this period of not technically being on a program where my days count towards progress. And so I woke up yesterday morning and all of these thoughts are swirling around in my head like, oh, you know, you're not really on a program right now. It's your wife's birthday. This doesn't count for anything. You don't really have much to do this morning. You had pasta yesterday, didn't you? Two days ago, I had oh. <laughs> I had protein-enriched pasta on Wednesday. Ah, I was trying to call back to a previous podcast. Yes, yes. That's good. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, and, and all of these thoughts were just going around in my head. And I, was, I woke up 4 a.m. really before that. My, my clock that sits across the room from my bed is fast. So it's about four minutes fast and the alarm on it is set for 3.58. So my true wake up time is something like 3.54 a.m. And so I woke up and all these thoughts going through my head, just so many reasons not to get up. 
And then I had the thought, you should really just treat yourself because it's your wife's oh, birthday. No. <laughs> oh, no. And you've woken up early every single day of February. We're 23 days in, 4 a.m. or earlier, every single day of the month. Do you really need to get up early today? N no, I guess not. I probably could have gotten plenty done yesterday. But despite all of the times that me telling myself that story has worked before, where I told myself that I could sleep in and treat myself for whatever reason. I've earned it. I need the rest. I just don't have much to do today. I always beat myself up after doing that. So no matter oh, yeah. how many times I've done it before, I, de I don't learn that lesson. But yesterday, I pushed that voice so far deep down inside of me that I couldn't hear it anymore. And then I got up. Now, I've never had, not never, I shouldn't say never. I've often, more frequently than not, not had the strength to push that voice down. It's so loud and so in my face that I listened to it. But yesterday I didn't. So where did I get that strength? Well, a few things. One, I am on a streak. I, I usually won't go this many days in a row of a diet or waking up early or whatever it is where I just finished 75 hard. I've been on a freight train with productivity exercise, discipline, and I don't want to get off of it. So I'm not. That's number one. Number two is I'm committed every single day to send a message to the Discord. So every morning I wake up at 3.54. I do a few things. I brush my teeth. I shave. I take my vitamins and my greens, and then I send that message, type it up and send it every single morning. So it, no matter what, does. I'm committed. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I see. I see it because I get it. At, I got the, this morning's at <clears> six twenty-four, <throat> which means it's four twenty-four for a rune. So he does yes. it. Yes, and. I have to do that. I have to do it for others, sure, who read it. I'm accountable to them. But because I am accountable to them, that does not necessarily mean I can't put a message in there that says, hey, guys, I'm sleeping in today. This is this. You, you can expect the message a bit later and then go back to sleep. But if I did that. The only person who I would not be holding accountable is myself. And what kind of example does that set for everybody else who I'm telling 
that they need to hold themselves accountable. They need to wake up earlier. They need to push themselves a little harder. And who am I, if not the leader of that group that is trying to hold themselves to a higher standard? And that's exactly what I am. And so I take that seriously. And I have that strength to get up, push the voice down, get up and do my normal morning routine, which includes sending that message. So long, long winded story there, but I just wanted to (laughs) tell you, you're not alone in having those thoughts, but it is possible for you, all of you listening, you are driven too. This we are driven movement. Yeah, sure. I've I've come up with the phrase. I'm the one screaming it from the hilltops. Every single one of us has the potential to be a role model for others to do exactly the same thing. Because what comes of it is all of the value that we can share with the world, all of the joyful life that we can experience, all of the capability that we can bring to the table to make sure that humanity as as it exists can become better and that we can have a legacy within that. And don't you want that? You You should want it. And it takes becoming that leader, being accountable to other people to really bring out the best of yourself. So... Thank you all for listening, reading, whatever it is, watching, so that I got up yesterday because that was a very good experience, a very powerful experience for me to want to do that. Yeah, and I I think what the most impressive thing is on you making this accomplishment um, was the fact that it's even harder to overcome that want to, you know, just to sleep in a little bit more because you rationalized why you you could do it. And, and that makes it even harder to overcome because like there's like you, there's a reason why you could like, what, what's it going to hurt? And to push that aside and to move forward from actually having a rationalization is huge because it, it sets you up for a whole bunch of other things for the day, you know, and the, and other portions of your life going forward. You know, you have that ability. You know how to push away a rationalization of a bad habit. Yeah, and they come up everywhere. So I, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's a muscle. And as you develop it through reps in maybe, I mean, for me, getting up out of bed is, is a challenge, but I get up every single day at four and easier ones for me is, is like working out every day. Like I love doing it. So that one's not hard for me, but then other ones are hard and you have to figure out how to develop the habit across all of them. I think that's the most powerful part of it. Okay. Now, here's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to try to breeze through breeze through this a little bit. Goal setting. It's not a new concept. 
In fact, it's kind of cliche. It's played out. There's, you know, smart goals. There's all sorts of books and seminars and courses on goal setting and how to improve your life through setting goals. Everybody comes around with New Year's resolutions to change their life. And I hear it from everybody as this throwaway comment. What what is intended to be something that really can transform your life has become something that everyone says that they do. That they have a goal to lose weight. They have a goal to get promoted. They have a goal to go back to school. They have a goal to get stronger. They have a goal to get a better car. But they generally don't do what's required in order to achieve that goal beyond the bare minimum of what's already been presented to them in their lives. Yeah, the, the, I guess the phrase, I have a goal to do X, has been kind of pulled off the pedestal in recent, uh, maybe, maybe not even recent years, maybe longer. Whereas, yeah, it's just, it's stuff not followed up on. I mean, like, I'm sure the statistic is high for New Year's resolutioners who go to the gym for the first two weeks and then you don't see them again after that. I think I think there's some statistic out there about uh, attrition of New Year's resolutions and how it's after two weeks, it's 50%. After another two weeks, it's 25%. Yeah. After another two weeks, it's 10% or something like that. Um, and... That is the way that most people go through their life is slowly in comfort with routine. Even if you have to do some major life event, like, I don't know, going to college is kind of a major life event or it, it can be perceived that way. You have to move. You're moving out of your parents' house, meeting a ton of new people, starting your career. Even that's become routine because it's so prescribed that you just have to do what other people tell you to do and you'll get there. And your goal might just be to go to college. Your goal might be to get the degree. But like, okay, that's what everybody's capable of doing. Do you need to do it? Absolutely not. But yeah, you can make that your goal, but you're not, you don't need to try very hard in order to achieve that. And that's that's the sad part is either you fail or it's too easy. And just to add one other piece to this, the corporate world has goals still. We still talk about, oh, my Q1 goal, my Q2 goal. Mm-hmm. Your marketing spend has to be this. You have to get this many new followers on social media. You have to get this much in new gross sales. Eh. <laughs> Those aren't, those aren't really creating the sort of transformative experience that you want in a corporate setting either. Yeah, it, it's kind of like when uh, almost a year ago when, when you started this and you did uh, your first call with me, I was actually basing some of my, my business goals on what corporate set for me. It wasn't anything that I wanted to aspire to. It was something that was already in my mind that was assigned by somebody else. Yep. Perfect example. 
it makes it very easy. And that's, that's why a, a job is something that people can derive a lot of satisfaction from because somebody else has, has set the goalposts for you and you know where to go. You know how to accomplish them. So follow through is hard and you can set the right goal for you and you still won't accomplish it. All of, all of what we're saying right now is, you know, people land on one of two ends of the spectrum. Either it's way too easy of a goal that you should be accomplishing anyway. Somebody else set it for you. Or it's, I'm going to be a millionaire this year. But, you know, you haven't done shit to get yourself even close to that. So that's not realistic. You you have $5,000 in the bank and you have a, a W-2 job that makes you 80 grand a year. Why are you setting this goal? <laughs> that's just because that's what people tell you to do. So that's what you've done. Now I've got I've got two years to go for my uh, million dollars in a year goal. So oh, <laughs> I, said, I said by the time I was thirty, I wanted a million bucks in the bank. So okay, right. we're working our way up the ladder. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but when you when you have to set your own goals like this. The incentive is hard uh, unless there's a, a bonus from your work or you you really get to see the results of going to the gym and getting in better shape so that you can like get a better relationship. You're not going to see the incentive. There's not a carrot in front of you and there's also no stick. There's no punishment. If you fail and if you quit that's it. You, you're done. You, you had this goal in your head and that's where it is. And if you fail, nobody's going to know. Or if they do know, they're not really going to do anything about it. Well, even and, so, like the punishment for failing is not even really a, a, a punishment. It's a reward because now you've learned something. You know, y- you can improve on what you failed on from there. But most people don't. Right. I mean, yeah. You have, you have to want it. You have to want it. Yeah. Yeah. But most people, oh, they'll make an excuse out of it. They'll say, well, the gym's too crowded at the only time that I can go because I work my job so many hours a day. You know, I work from eight in the morning until six o'clock at night. And the only time that I could go to the gym is seven o'clock and everyone's at the gym at seven o'clock. There's no equipment available. And it's all gross and sweaty and I have to wait 45 minutes for a machine and I don't go. So I just quit. I and just I you feel know, like you've heard that one a few times. I have heard that one a few times. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, we're recording this podcast at 8, well, 8.15 a.m. my time. We started this podcast. I've already worked out twice. You and worked. So don't, don't tell me that you can't work out before 8 a.m. work. You can. My wife does it every day. There you go. So that's your experience with goals so far, somewhere on the spectrum below where you want to be. So you're excited for what I have to say next. I have a way to guarantee that you achieve every goal you ever set. Oh, that's right. It's huge. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. And the process 
is called iterative goal setting. So to iterate, iterative, those are the same word, means to constantly make subtle changes on an existing idea. So let's break that down. Constant means all the time. Subtle little changes doesn't mean one day you say, I'm going to make a million dollars and the next day you say, oh, wait, I only make $80,000 a year. Maybe I should aim for 85. I got to scale back. So those are big changes. You know, you, you had something in mind when you said a million. So why are you now going to 85? That's a completely different goal. And your idea that you're constantly making these little changes on is the goal. So what is it? 30 days is your deadline. And every 30 days you make a detailed and measurable goal. It is short, it is easy, and you make it a box checking exercise for yourself. This fits right into everyone's comfortable routine that they have in their life. But it has two other elements and Dan already spoiled one of them. Dang it. Sorry. It's educational. It's educational. So you finish 30 days and you know something more about yourself now. And Dan's been doing this a while. So of course he jumped to that conclusion. <laughs> and secondly, it's vision boards. And so, yes, all I have said just now, you heard me say 30 days and you thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to accomplish anything in 30 days. Why would I even bother setting a goal that short? Well, because you set a 30 day goal, but you have a much longer term vision behind it. You know that behind your 30 day goal is a two, five, 10 year vision. Yeah, and I'm going to sell myself out a little bit on this one. Uh, I went from doing 30-day goals to going a little bit of a longer span. Um, and January 1st, I, I went to 90-day goals. I'm actually going to scale that back for March and go back to 30 days because I felt it was more helpful to have, you know, here's your 30 days, here's the goal, and then, after that, you can make subtle changes after 30 days. 90 was just too long for me. Um, I, I couldn't, I wasn't able to visualize after it. But with the 30, with, with what Arun's talking about, you're able to make changes, continue the goal, make your goal better um, in a shorter amount of time. It, it, you're able to see it more clearly. Yes, completely. So, there are a few keys to this and I'm going to do my best to keep it organized. I already know that's something I struggle with. And so Dan, help me. Here. <laughs> um, you got it. You, you have this vision. So I'm going to share one of mine. One of my visions is to own a Rossovic Lamborghini LP670 SV. Mercilago. Did I say that? Maybe. One's for sale right now. 
No, no, there isn't. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought there was one for silly you posted the other day. That's Rosso Andromeda. Not oh, Rosso my Vic. bad. That's that's Ed Bolian's car. <laughs> ah. Um, I don't know if he sold it. I hope he did. I hope he didn't actually, because I want to buy it from him. But oh well. Anyways, that car, it's one of one in the color. It's one of seven in the world. If the guy would ever sell it, which I don't know what his number is. I know the guy. I've talked about this already on another podcast, but I know the guy. I I bet I'm going to have to offer him something he can't refuse, which is millions of dollars for that car. Now, there are a couple things that stand in my way of accomplishing that goal today. One of them is the funds. (laughs) I don't have several million dollars to throw at a guy in hopes that he gives me his car. The other is the relationship that I have to build with him in order to get him to want to sell me his car. He might be one of the people that says there's all no money, no amount of money in the world will motivate me to part with this car. So here is an example of a goal, not a goal, a vision where the path to achieve it is unknown. Do I know exactly how I'm going to get millions of dollars in the bank as of today when I don't have millions of dollars in the bank? No. Do I know how I'm going to build a relationship with a man who lives in Switzerland and doesn't have his face online and I only know him by his first name? No, (laughs) but I see some of the steps to get there. But more importantly, I have done a lot of research to know what more of the steps I need to take are. One of them, exotic car financing. If I want to accomplish this goal sooner rather than later, I have to care about that because I don't need to save $10 million in the bank if I can just get a car or get a a loan, get a, a, a lease as they are for exotic cars. And in order to do that, I forget, I lost my sentence structure there. But anyways, I, I know that in order to get the car, I have to build up my automotive credit history. I have to get a mortgage. I have to get car loans of escalating value from where I currently sit at like 50 grand to several million dollars. And I know that the way to get there is incrementally. So I need to buy a $100,000 car next. I need to buy a $200,000 car after that in order to build my way up there. And I only need to hold those cars for a little bit of time. I need to make a few payments on them and then sell them for hopefully around the same value that I get them for and enjoy them in the process, but I know what I'm building towards. Those are the steps. The relationship steps, I don't know as much about, but I know how I can get started. And so where this goes is I know what goals I need to set on a 30-day window in order to get one little step closer to the vision. So right now, I'm working on 
making myself as credit worthy as possible to exotic car lenders so that I can build a relationship with them. I'm paying off business debt. I'm continuing to make payments on my existing car loans. I'm paying down student loans. What that means, I got to make a lot of money. So I'm doing that. I'm, I'm working hard to make sure that I can do that. And my 30-day goals usually revolve around a step that I know I need to take in order to make more money. So my goals are visible. Where the path to a vision is invisible, my goals are 100% clear and accomplishable. They are something that I can do on a daily basis in order to get one thirtieth of the way closer so that at the end of each month, I can accomplish that goal. That's by design. If you go through a month and you don't have a goal like this, then you're going to be aimless. So if I were to set the goal today that I need to get that car, I wouldn't know where to start. If you set a goal today of I want to make a million dollars a month, but you're making $6,000 a month right now, and you have been for years, how are you going to get there? You don't know. Yeah, it's kind of kind of the struggle. You know, you're setting yourself up to have that smoke in front of you the whole time. Right. And and I don't which know how what to get I to. did when I was which is what I did when I was 18 and I was like I'm I'm going to have a million dollars in the bank at 30. I had zero idea how I was going to get there. But uh as time's gone on, I've I've seen the steps and uh it's been refined since then. But uh yeah, at 18 that was a that was just a, a pie in the sky kind of right. look at life. Right. And so if you're making 6,000 a month right now, maybe you set your goal for 10 or 15. But do you set that for 30 days from now? No, probably not. How are you going to get there? Are you going to get promotion? Are you going to get a new job? Or are you going to start a side hustle? Those are kind of the ways that I can see that you would go about increasing your income. So month number one, you spend every single day designing that route. So I'm going to get promoted. How am I going to do that? I have to do research on this company that I work for. My boss, my boss's boss, how did they get where they're at? What education did they get? What experience did they get? What relationships do they have? How can I put myself into their position? You find a new job. What skills do you have? Take inventory of that. What connections do you have? What connections do you need to make? What companies do you want to work for? What companies pay well? You do research on that for a month. You want to start a side hustle. What am I good at? What can I sell? What do people want? How can I create it? How do you make an LLC? How do you set up a business bank account? Those are the kind of things that you do for that first month if your goal is to make more money. So you see this incremental path. You want to get to a million dollars a month. You're at $6,000 a month. You set your first goal for 15,000 a month. But 
that's not your first 30 day goal because that'd be ridiculous. You're going to more than double your income in 30 days without any prior experience or thought. Hell no. It's a little wild. Right. So instead you take the time to do planning and you make tangible steps towards accomplishing that goal. So your 30 day goal is be prepared to make whatever jump you're going to make. And then you work every day to make that happen. You check the box. Did I get more prepared today? Yes. Check. No, no check. As you progress through the month, you'll know whether you're moving forwards or not. And that's really the point is you've broken down your goal so much that you know how much closer you're getting. So now, Dan, this is this is the part you've been waiting for. Oh. When you get to the end of the month, you educate yourself. You assess how did it go? Did you get more prepared? Did this goal make sense? And there's two specific areas that you have to look at. Were your daily tasks correct? As far as being able to measure them, as far as making progress in the direction of your goal? Yes or no? And was your goal calibrated properly? What do I mean by that? Was it a huge unobtainable goal? Potentially, maybe your daily tasks got you 5% of the way there. Or was your goal way too easy? You got 200% of the way there. Yeah, I, oh. I can't I can't remember what I said on our first call. But I I know it was the uh, 30 days of kicking soda and then I I added something onto it. I it might have been a weight loss component and you're like, "Yeah, don't do that. Like start <laughs> with just a soda." Which was great because it ended up being a struggle but completable. Yeah, and every day now you I got to check better. the box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every day you got to check the box. You lost weight along the way, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah, I think I think it ended up being like a natural five pounds off just by yeah. not drinking sugar Ooh. shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then on top of that, you had all the free mental headspace just to think about how you were going to accomplish that goal, and you proved to yourself over a 30-day period that you could do it. You didn't have to jump to the next thing right away. And you also didn't have to try to accomplish 25 things at once. Right. But after 30 days, you cemented the accomplishment into your mindset. And now you can move forwards with it. Now you have so yeah. much more confidence going into the next goal. Right. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I still crave it, but it's not, it's not a necessity for me to seek out anymore. And even if I do, it's so ungodly sweet. It can't. Yeah, water's and, the and, way, guys. And I would almost say, yeah, you crave it, but you don't crave the soda itself because you've experienced it again and you hate it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that you crave the soda. It's that you crave like the comfort and the familiarity that you had with it before. Yeah, the nostalgia. Sure, nostalgia. Let's call <laughs> it that. Let's call it something that sounds half decent. But the point <laughs> is you've broken away you've broken that habit from yourself and you step back and you said oh this is bad for me and nothing should mm -hmm. be flavored like that right 
It's too sweet. Yeah. So now we've just touched on calibration. What do you do once you've identified whether your goal was too big or too small? The obvious answer is the correct answer here, folks. You scale up, scale down. Too big of a goal, scale it back. Too small of a goal, ramp it up. That's it. You you figure it out along the way. This is all part of why you have such short time horizons on your goals. Because every 30 days you get to come back and say, was that correct? Was that the right level of pushing myself or was that too much? Was that not enough? And the goal is to make sure that you make a real change. But at the same time, the goal is that you push yourself. So there's a balance there. And I, it's kind of hard to put into real words without just going through each individual example of a person and what their goals are. But basically, you want to make sure that you're setting a goal because you want to make a change in something. If you're doing that, at the end of 30 days, you want to see a change. So make sure that whatever you're doing and whatever you're doing on a daily basis allows you to track that change and the progress that you're making on it. Now, every 30 days, you're accomplishing, you're not accomplishing, you're checking the box on a daily basis, you're learning, you're adapting, you're calibrating. Every time you accomplish a goal, it's giving you confidence. Every time you accomplish something, you want to accomplish more. I think this is one of the most powerful aspects of iterative goal setting is that you set a goal, you learn from it, you don't accomplish it, you change the goal, you change the daily tasks, and you prove to yourself that you can do it. You prove to yourself that you get to the end of the month and you've made the change that you wanted to make. You wrote it down at the beginning of the month and by the end of the month, you had done it. That in and of itself is something that a lot of people really struggle with. So just take note when you do that, that that is the thing that you're working towards. That is the thing that you want. You've got that big vision in the back of your head and you've set all these little goals along the way that are going to get you there. And as you get closer and closer, more of the steps continue to reveal themselves to you. You keep learning. You keep growing. You keep finding new people. You keep finding new resources. You keep finding new levels. That is what gets you to the vision. And everybody has these visions. If you think your life is perfect, then good for you. This podcast isn't for you. If you think you have room for improvement, then you have that vision. You have these little goals that you can set and you can keep taking the steps forwards. Yeah, and just to, just to follow up on, on what Arun is saying there, uh, if you do think your your life is perfect, yeah, this podcast really isn't for you. But also maybe do some looking in the mirror as well because perfection is not a thing. Um, you may think it is, but it, it it's not obtainable. There's always something to improve on. You might be lying to yourself, but I'm not here to to put it past anybody to say, to, to argue with them over how perfect their life is. That's not my... Oh, this is true. I, yeah. I don't yeah. care. We're not, not going to argue with you about it, but just 
giving you some information. Yeah. So, if you do this, if you follow this practice, you will achieve your goals. You will achieve your vision. Because nowhere in here did I say that this stops ever. Iterative goal setting is something you can do for your entire life. And I don't know why you would ever want to stop. So keep that in mind that life is short. And if you're driven, if you've listened to this podcast, you want to make the most of it. You say you want to make the most of it anyways. But this is a way for you to prove it to yourself. Because what I've just asked you to do is take every day for the rest of your life and put a daily task on it that will get you one step closer to your goal. But I'm asking you to take it one month at a time. So you don't have to look at this as the next 50 years of commitment to the grind, the persistent slogging through your life. You don't have to do that. All I'm asking you to do is look at the next month and say, can I do that for a month? Can I stop drinking alcohol for a month? Can I stop eating candy for a month? Can I go to the gym every day for a month? Can Maybe you quit a month. Nicotine for a month. Oof. Like I'm going going to attempt to uh, starting March first. Yeah, and I I told um, the the guy who I talked about a few podcasts ago about value. I told him that I mentioned him on that podcast. And he was all excited because he said, oh, you were you were talking about me. Oh, I'm flattered. And if he listens to this, what he's going to hear now is I know that you spend four hundred dollars a month on vapes. (laughs) And. This is for you. (laughs) I'm not spending that much, but I know I know you don't want to part with four hundred dollars a month. But you do. <laughs> so, anyways, you you can do this. You can do this. I'm telling you, you can do this. You will achieve your goals if you do this. So don't don't look at it as this big life commitment thing. Just look at it as let me try it for the next 30 days and see how it goes. I bet you'll like it. you'll uh you'll find a lot of new things about yourself you'll find things you don't like you'll find things that you love and then from there you just plan it your 30 days accordingly going going forward okay that's all i got for today you can find us on social media instagram linkedin youtube not tiktok not tiktok yeah <laughs> I'm at Arun D. Kumar. And yeah. I am uh I seem to forget my Instagram handle way too often since I changed it's just it. Your name, uh, isn't it? 
it is Dan here. underscore Larue at Instagram and Dan Larue on Facebook and LinkedIn. There we go. If you want uh, the daily 4 a.m. messages that I talked about, you can join our Discord. Just send either of us a message. We'll send you an invite link. If you want to join a group of driven individuals who are practicing this iterative goal setting, who work with me every single month to revise their goals and make them appropriate, calibrated, achievable, confidence building, and we hold each other accountable every single week, we talk about our progress, we talk about our daily tasks, then you want to join the Driven Network. That's where you'll find all of us. And if you want to support the podcast... if you don't want to do any of that, just drop in and say hi, and that you listened. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, if you did, I'm definitely talking you into it. You can leave a review. You can DM us and say, this sucked. That's fine. Uh, But lastly... (laughs) If you want to support the podcast, we have apparel for sale at wearedriven.co. And that's all I got. Dan, anything else? They have very nice shirts. They they have very nice shirts. shirts. I'm I'm wearing one underneath my sweatshirt right now. I think think, uh, the hat Arun is wearing is on there as well. Uh, None of you can see it, but they are very nice. I Um, I already hit the microphone with it earlier this podcast. You you know that it's a quality hat. (laughs) Right. And then uh, for the listeners, maybe I'll uh, I'll try and convince Arun to do something a little lighter next week, and uh, maybe we'll talk about cars. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, we could do that. I'm sure he'll have some sort of motivational message in there, but you know, we'll, I'm just dropping can, the hint. You know? We can talk about cars. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and stay driven. See you, everyone.